with Topher is sponsored by slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, and naturalbossnh.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 103. Talking with Topher. Talking with Topher. Talking with Topher. What is happening, TWT fans? Well, it's a beautiful day out right now. Um, I am recording on Monday, uh, March 21st, 2022. But for everybody out there, it's Thursday, uh, March 24th. So, yeah, I hope everybody out there is having a great Thursday. I want to say thank you, as always, to all my uh subscribers thank you so much for watching listening and uh enjoying the podcast giving it a thumbs up share rate review all the things that you do i greatly appreciate it so i always want to start off by saying thank you um if you're new to the podcast remember to subscribe that's right give a thumbs up for the video hit subscribe if you're loving the channel and of course share rate review uh all of those things help the podcast grow and i need your help to do it so Please be doing that, and don't forget to leave some comments in the comments section. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll have reactions to them, and it really does help the community grow. And I, I, again, I greatly appreciate all of you who subscribe, who don't subscribe, who are just watching the channel. All of you uh, mean everything to me. So thank you. You all keep me coming back here week after week. If you want to get more involved with the podcast, yes, you want an opportunity to get some free slowdown merch and get your story out there and maybe help somebody else who is struggling with the same problems that you are because we are not alone in this, you can put slowdown in the subject line. You can put the email in the body and then send it on over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com, the official email of the podcast where you can get more involved and get your story out there. All right, I'm super excited about all of this um, growing and becoming more, um, and everybody out there is showing me week after week that it is, you know, and it's just amazing. So um, send that on over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com, and of course, if you want to follow me, I'm on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. I'm on there every week, almost all week, trying to give you content throughout the week. So go and check that out. Give a follow, and let's get into today's episode. So as you can see, no guest, and that's okay. Things happen. Life happens. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. We tried to, we had this all set up. We had a game plan. And I just like to be upfront and honest with everybody right out the gate. Um, something happened, and the guest is not here. We did not record yesterday. Um, I did get a phone call with an apology, um, which I was confused about because, well, being in the position that I'm in today, um, I don't feel like I'm worthy of apologies. Um, yeah, no, I just don't. Um, I'll be, uh, you know, I don't know how to take them. Um, I felt like I was in the wrong 
which is weird because, you know, I set this all up, uh, you know, we worked together a few times, um, made sure everything fit into his schedule and mine. Um, so I did all the groundwork, but when he called and apologized for not being able to show up because life happened, I was just like, no, it's fine. It's fine. And he was like, no, it's not fine. I was supposed to be there two hours ago and I couldn't, and I didn't even call you. So I'm apologizing. And I was just thrown back because I'm not the person that gets apologized to. I'm not the person, um, you know, that gets any of these uh, things because I'm always the one that has to do the apologizing. I'm always the one that's late or didn't show up or didn't stick to my word or any of that stuff. So when this happened to me, I was like, whoa. Um, and I just kept telling him, it's fine, it's fine. And he just kept telling me, it's not fine. Um, and I was just kind of taken from that. And I was like, oh, wow, maybe maybe it wasn't fine that he didn't show up. But I thought it was fine. But then again, you know, my entire day was ruined. Um, I could have been doing other things. Um, and now I'm here recording the podcast uh, for all of you. Um, on a day where I was supposed to be, you know, having, I, I was going to get the opportunity to have, uh, to get other stuff done. So, and it's not happening and that's okay too. But these are the things in my life where I would be completely freaking out where I'm, I have no control, right? I'm, I'm, I'm angry. I'm upset. But the difference today is is that I know that this is not as important as I make it out to be. Now, do I think my podcast is important? Yeah, of course. It's important to me. I put in almost two years of work into this, uh, recording videos every week, making sure they're uploaded exactly the same time every week. Um, all of that is very strenuous, and it does take uh, time and practice and um a lot of energy to do what I'm doing consistently week to week. This is not an easy task, but that's what all of this is. It's all work, you know. Um, my the, the vape shop did not get to where it was, um, you know, uh, in a short amount of time. You know, it's been five and a half, almost six years, and we are finally in a good spot. So in two years' time, the podcast is in a good spot for me. I, I, I'm not expecting... Um, uh, like the, I'm not expecting millions of subscribers. I'm expecting, you know, hundreds of subscribers. And right now I am doing that. I am hitting my goals. They are not giant goals because I'm not trying to set myself up for failure, but because I don't drink, because I found ways to get my anger out and I've found places to put my energy, um, so that when things like this happen, I don't have to use, uh, useless energy on them. I've already um, kind of gone through the toughest part of my day. And uh, so therefore, I got to really sit back and kind of, well, one, I was like, wow, I, I felt really good about him apologizing to me. And then, you know, uh, realizing that he was in the wrong and I was not in the wrong. And that's okay, too. I'm not used to feeling that way. Just like I'm not used to people um, uh, uh, giving me compliments. I'm, I, I'm, I'm no good at it. I just uh, don't know what to do with it. 
And when people apologize to me, I don't know what to do with it because I was always the one having to apologize. I was always the one on the opposite side of this. So to be where I am today and to have these things happening to me, I don't know what to do with it. You know, um, when you spend so long being in the wrong and doing the wrong things, you always think you're in the wrong and you always believe you're doing the wrong thing. Even when I'm not doing the wrong thing, I will literally be like, oh, my God, did I do the wrong thing? Because that's my mentality. So because of all the drinking and because of all the bad shit that I've done, I'm in this state of mind almost always. I never feel good about myself. I never think I'm doing enough. I never think I'm the person in the right. I, I do not, uh, uh, I do not um, 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 get apologies. I do not get compliments. I am not a good person. And this is my state of mind, always. So when this went down and we discussed it, it was confusing to me. Um, but of course, by the end of the phone call, everything was squared away. We're hoping... Um, to set every, let's put it this way. I set everything up for next Sunday. Okay. So yes, it'll be cutting it close, but he will definitely be, um, the last podcast of the month. Um, so my guest, uh, we've set everything up. He set his (laughs) alarms. He set his reminders. Um, and he apologized a million times over. And I greatly appreciate that. Um, again, I'm not going to tell you who the guest is until I've actually got them locked down and I've got them, um, you know, recorded. We've got the podcast recorded. That's when I like to let everybody know that, uh, that my guest is here. Um, because I don't want to set myself up for having to backtrack too many times like this. Um, but I feel it's necessary to uh, have some transparency and to show you, um, again, like I said, this is probably the hardest thing I've done with this podcast thus far. Um, I mean, I'm still trying to figure out borders for my for my uh, OBS. I'm still trying to figure out how to put things in there. I still need to figure out how to do a whole bunch of stuff with all of these programs. Um, I'm still trying to figure out a good thumbnail program. Um, I need to update all my pictures and stuff. I don't have a good free program that allows me to do layers. So uh, these are all things that I'm kind of getting frustrated with. Um, But I will tell you one thing I'm not getting frustrated with uh, right now is my internet. Yes. And I told you all, I was thinking about upgrading. And... I did. I upgraded. Yeah, I'm, uh, it's, it's 8.30. Okay, so it's 9.06 in the morning right now, so I'm still drinking coffee and trying to wake up. I'm doing this uh, really early today because of everything that happened. Mm. But, I mean, warm. Oh, coffee is just mm, heaven. All right, so, so I went with Fidium. Fidium is fiber optic internet. Um, I believe I said 10 years ago when I moved to uh, New Hampshire, when I moved into Manchester, I was excited because Verizon Fios was coming in and I didn't get to get it. We went through two dish networks and wound wound up 
getting rid of all of those, going into streaming, and then just getting uh, internet, because I had it through Fairpoint, and then we went to Xfinity. So it took Xfinity a long time to get into this house, but they were overall the best internet compared to DSL, which was Fairpoint at the time, um, which no longer, I don't even think they exist. If they do, it doesn't matter. They're a shit company. Um, But... So I had Xfinity. I hate Comcast. I've always hated Comcast. Um, Just like I always hated Verizon, but they are one of the best cellular um, providers out there. Do I want to change companies? Of course I do. Um, But everybody I talk to, it doesn't turn out to be any cheaper in the end. Um, You end up paying the same amount of money um, uh, for everything. It's, it, you go down for like that first year. Now, uh, granted, that's the only thing I'm doing with my internet. Um, I went down, uh, $27 a year. Um, but here, here is the big thing with this. And the reason I have to go to my phone is because there's an app on here that shows me how fast my internet is working. And now what I can do is, is I can look at the last couple days of my download time and my upload time. Now I will tell you at 9 a.m. this morning, most recent, 926.73 megabytes per second upload. Upload. My download time as of this morning was 936.12 megabytes per second. Yeah, that's my upload and download speed as of right now. When I actually got it hooked up, uh, what was it? Uh, The beginning of, God, when did I get this hooked up? I think it was Wednesday. Yeah, it was Wednesday. That's right. It was Wednesday. We got it all hooked up. Um, that was a shit show like everything else, you know. It, it Everything is a shit show. You know, these guys are coming in. Um, the wire was broken, which was crazy to me. I was like, what are you talking about? They were like, yeah, um, we got everything hooked up. Um but right now you're getting a red signal. And I was like, well, what does this mean? And she's like, the line's not working. So they did some tests. They found out where the line was broken. So I found that to be very interesting. And then, um, you know, she's got to leave. She was here at 9 o'clock. She left around 1130, uh, came back around 330 with a, a gentleman with her. And then this guy, I didn't have a problem with him per se. But I didn't like the way he came into my house. Like, they were coming in from outside. The woman had come in from outside multiple times in the morning. um, And she put on little booties uh, over her boots. And I was like, oh, cool, thank you. Um, You know, otherwise, you got to take off your shoes. Like, I don't let people walk around my house with shoes on. I just don't. I don't even let my dogs pass the door um, without wiping their paws. I just, I I hate cleaning my floors. I hate cleaning in general, but I love cleaning at the same time. But when things are not clean and dogs make everything extremely dirty, my God, does my brain break every time. I'm like, ah, I just got to get the floors clean. Um, So that's just like my rule of thumb. And I think most people should have that rule of thumb. You shouldn't be walking through your house with shoes that have walked 
all over this uh, uh, ground with, you know. We got people spit in the parking lots. You step on some gum. I mean, ugh, it's just gross. Leave your shoes at the fucking door, people. I don't understand it. So, anyways, she comes in, and they're both trying to come in now. And uh, I see the little booties in her hand, and I saw him, and he was coming in hot. And I was like, whoa, 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 can you please put on your little booties? And he goes, I don't, we don't have any. And I go, she was putting on booties earlier this morning. Can you please put on some booties before you come into my house? And, of course, he's like, ugh. And he goes to the thing, and he puts on the booties, and he comes in. And then he goes upstairs. And, I mean, I could feel the tension, you know. I could feel he was angry. Like, fuck you, dude. You're in my house. And you should take off your shoes. You should have the decency to take off your fucking shoes in somebody else's house. I mean, there was a point in time where you had to wear a mask the entire time you were in the house. And you don't have to do that anymore. Just put on your booties, right? It's not that bad. So he comes upstairs and he's like, well, where's it broken? And, you know, I could tell. I, I irritated him with the booties. He never came back in the house after this. He grabs the wire. He whips it. Uh, uh, he pulls on it, pushes it out, and then snips it and wraps it up and fucking goes downstairs. And I was like, Jesus Christ, man, what is wrong with him? And, and you know, she didn't say much, and she was just like, oh, trying to figure it out, you know. So I'm like, all right, well, he's outside freaking putting the wire together, getting ready to feed it through. And he feeds it through to her. They feed the wire. They got a whole bunch, blah, 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 blah. And he gets all hooked up outside. He's now telecommunicating to her through phones and stuff. And 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 now they're uh, figuring it out. She's winding it up. She won't let me touch anything because she swears I'm the one that broke it earlier. I'm like, okay, I didn't do anything. You watched me, you know, ravel it up. So it's fine. It's fine. You want to say I broke it and you don't want me to touch it because you want to know that it's working and you're the only one that touched it before you leave. I get it. No big deal. So she finishes and she gets everything hooked up and all of a sudden she's like, okay, we got green light. And I was like, thank God. So everything's doing its updating. Now he's out there finalizing the wire on the house. She's in here finalizing the wire in here. We're moving the router. We're moving the modem. And I'm like, oh, God, thank you. Thank you. She gets it all hooked up and she's like, okay, so here's your download speed and here's your upload speed. And I was like, is this real? Because if you did a speed test with Comcast, I was getting 119 millibytes per second on uh, the uh, download. On the download. My upload speed was anywhere from 15 to 21 millibytes per second. It would never go over that. Ever. It would go under 15 quite often, but it would never go above 21. So what I'm hoping is, is that with 936 milli- megabytes per second, a two-hour video, which I will find out this Wednesday, um, should go up relatively quick, right? If I'm doing 936 megabytes per second, well, then I should have a freaking, you know, two-hour video up in, God, maybe 45 minutes. So this is going to cut my time down tremendously. You know, you go from two and a half to three hour uploads to fucking 45 minutes is what I'm hoping. Oh, man. Game changer. Game changer. I should be able to get the video up faster, get the audio up faster. Everything should be faster. I have noticed that my TVs are faster um, going on. 
Uh, just the internet anywhere is faster in the house. You know, you don't, my wife is so funny. She's like, so the picture doesn't look any better. doesn't really look any different. And I'm like, no, the picture is not going to look any different. Nothing about the picture, but the, the performance, the performance of the actual thing you're watching. So like if you're watching a football game and you see trails in the football or when they're running, that's your refresh rate. Um, if you've got a 240 refresh rate on your 4K TV and you still see those, that's your internet fogging. So all things I've learned, um, which I kind of already knew, but now I don't see those things. I don't see any of them. And when I go to Hulu, even though Hulu's performance is one of the poorest, I think, I think Hulu fucking sucks as a platform. Their, their lag time, their selecting, their going into anything um, is just horrible. It's one of the worst ones, but it's one of the ones I use the most, if you can believe that. Um, but that's even faster. Getting into a show, uploading a show. Like I said, response time with the actual app is still shit. But now... We're rocking and rolling, baby. We're rocking and rolling. I got fast internet. And a nice thing about Fidium is um, the, the router, the modem, all free. Installation, free. The only thing I'm paying is 70 bucks a month until one year passes. And then, oh, that's kind of funny. So when I hit my third year doing this podcast, I'll be hitting my first year with my fiber optic and, and going up in price which is 95 bucks a month. And let's be real. That's not that bad. I pay, I was paying $97 uh, through Comcast. So I still, even a year later, save $2. Um, and I don't have any renters. I don't have a renter's fee. I have nothing. I don't, I'm not renting this equipment. Now, how easy is it to get this equipment replaced if something goes wrong or something breaks? I don't know. I guess I'll find out when I get there. I'm keeping my fingers, you know. I've had multiple routers, multiple modems, and I've only had problems with, well, I didn't have problems with any of them until my Netgear um, router modem hit about 9, 10 years old, and then all of a sudden it just wasn't performing. And it's like, well, that makes sense. It's too fucking old, right? So hopefully all this stuff is great. The only problem I'm having right now, and I don't know if anybody knows anything about these stupid things, but my ring doorbell will not hook up, period. I can't get it to communicate with the router, and I just can't get it to link with my phone anymore. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if I need to upgrade the ring because maybe the gigahertz is not enough. You know, I think this is running uh, 5 gigahertz, which I think the doorbell is a 2.4. So, and I don't see a downgrade button on the back of this router like I normally see. Like you can do channels 1 and 2 can be 5, and then channels 3 and 4 can be 2.4. So you would plug, um, the, the you, would, you would attach... Um, the doorbell to the 2.4 gigahertz push push out which should get it up and running but for some weird reason I don't have that option 
You know, it could just be the way the world is going today. I'm sure 2.4 gigahertz is on its way out. Um, I've had everything upgraded to f- uh, 5 g- 5 5G. Um, you know, ADT had to come to my house and change it out because, you know, 3G is dead. Um, so I think 3G along with 2.4 gigahertz is a dying breed. Um, so I may have to upgrade to the doorbell uh, or the Ring uh, video doorbell 2 which I've been reading is a superior doorbell. It's got more stuff, and it goes, um, it, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? When you, um, it's compatible um, with 5 gigahertz. So that could be my issue. I don't know, but I will tell you after trying to figure out everything that's hooked up through the router, uh, it's very annoying to try and get it all hooked up again. Uh, it's just, I mean, if that's the worst thing that happened, you know, as I spent the last three, four days trying to get a friggin' doorbell hooked up, life's not that bad, right? I mean, what are we complaining about here? First world issues. Um, but so those are the things that, that, those are the couple updates I wanted to give everybody. Um, as for my week, uh, things, I, I can't complain, guys. I can't complain, you know. I'm not working out as much as I want to. I'm not going to jujitsu because of this fucking ruptured muscle in between my ribs. I am telling you right now, I sneeze or cough. I'm floored. I'm crying. I cried last night. I coughed. Well, no, I sneezed. I sneezed really hard, and I cried because the pain is so intense in my lower ribs. It's crazy. I do the littlest things and it, it it floors me. I'm like, what is happening? And I call the doctors again because I'm like, this is brutal. And they're like, eh, you got a couple more weeks. I don't know. No, I've already missed two, three, four, five. I've missed two classes with Rick and three at my school. And I'm missing another one today while I'm recording this. And I can't go this week. So I'm going to start getting a little angry because I'm not getting my energy out there. But here's my, this is my problem. I need to work out. I need to get this energy out. And now I'm just being lazy. Because why? Because I keep telling myself, you're doing a great job. You're doing your podcast every week and you're not drinking. So we're doing two out of the seven things that you usually do on a daily, weekly basis. And it's okay because we'll get back to that. And it's like, no, no, this is not okay. This is not okay. This is you being lazy and um, accepting the fact that you're being lazy. And now you're patting yourself on the back for being lazy. I've got to stop doing this. I've got to start working out. I've got to push myself. I'm thinking about going for a run because right now I'm not having many issues uh, doing those type of things, running, um, you know, I, I can do the battle ropes. I can do, there's all kinds of exercises where I don't feel the pain in my shoulder and my rib. Um, so why am I not doing those? Well, because I'm a lazy piece of shit and I need to hold myself accountable. And this is how I do it, right? I'm yelling at myself. I'm calling myself a lazy piece of shit because I feel like I am. You know, I might be getting all kinds of stuff done. I might have just been on a vacation, which could trigger these thoughts um, because I was being a lazy piece of shit. I ate whatever I wanted, and I'll get into that in a little bit. But it was it was a great, great vacation. Um, 
It was it was so much fun, and we didn't do too much, you know. And I will tell you the things that really got me like in a good mood. Uh, one financially, we got the loan, so that was a huge check on my list. Um, so I did it. I, I consolidated. I reconfigured. Then I got two new cars. Then I reconsolidated. Then I reconfigured. And then we got the loan. And now we've consolidated again, reconfigured, and here we go. This is That was the last part of everything I started two years ago when they locked us down. I have been working on this digi- digitally. Digitally? I don't know. I've been working on this really hard. Really, really hard. Because I spent so long fucking up my finances. So as you can see, everything that I've done in my past has brought me to where I am today. But because of everything that I did in my past, I'm trying to fix my future. And it's really, really hard. So two years of financial work, consolidation, loans, uh, help from credit and doing all of this has now got me into a position where I'm doing okay. It's not great. I know inflation sucks. Gas sucks. Now I'm 115 a week instead of 90. My, you know, my wife went up 20, 30 bucks a week. Um, food went up anywhere from 50 to $60 a week. So we're still trying to figure all of that out. All I've done is taken a little bit of the heavy load, and I've lightened it. I lightened it to try and make up for this inflation that's happening. And I think I got it to a point where we're not going to be able to do anything fun like we did over the last three days, but we're going to be able to get by and that's okay by me because I've spent so long um, in the negative and chasing and being behind and going without that having everything and landing flat is okay by me right now it was a lot of work to get to this position and if we keep working hard at what we've already accomplished should get easier Should get fucking easier, you know, financially. So this is what I'm hoping on. Um, But the things that got me really excited was, uh, you know, I took uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday off uh, for my 12-year anniversary, which always lands on St. Patrick's Day. Um, And uh, we did, the reason this happened is because her grandfather died and my grandmother passed and it was all within the same time bracket and it was right around, it was actually on St. Patrick's Day, her grandfather, my grandmother was earlier. Um, And we wanted to turn a negative day into a positive day again, you know, and then it wasn't until years later I found out that, you know, I'm Irish. So um, this all put itself together years and years and years ago and now I feel like I get to enjoy it a little bit more I always thought that everything was more her than me um that's simple because everything was based you know Irish 
she's major Irish. So everything in my house is Irish. And I was always like, man, I want to bring some German into the house. Well, I'm glad I didn't because I'm Irish and Scottish. So it doesn't matter. And I looked at my 23andMe, and now it says I'm more Scottish than I am Irish. Isn't that interesting? It's crazy how it keeps changing over and it, it just keeps changing so every time i go into my 23 and me I, I find a little bit more or i get a little bit less on one side so i don't know how they figure this out or how it's always changing but i figured once they figured it out that was it but now it's evolving so i thought that was pretty cool so here's what i did um for my week Right. Thursday, we end up going to uh, the Manchester firing range. I, I thought of a bunch of stuff we could do over the weekend. And I was like, let's just go to the firing range on our anniversary, because if we wait too long, we won't we won't get there. We won't get there. It just doesn't. It, things work out this way. This is why I make plans This is why I got to execute them as soon as they're supposed to be going in to effect, because once that window closes, you, you don't go back through the window. So you got to go through the window and then get everything done before it closes. Um, but, yeah, we go to the Manchester firing range. You know, I got, I got, um, I, I loved my Springfield XD. That was my favorite gun. It was a 40 cal. It was amazing. I told you I fired it off in public. One of the worst and coolest things I've ever done in my life. I'm just glad no one got hurt. And but it was still a feeling that I will never let go of because it felt really good, um, which is, you know, I don't I don't know if that's a good thing to say. I, I, I know it's probably not at all, but it felt good. It did. It was it was exhilarating and ah, everything. So I love firing guns. I love it. It's it's amazing. Lights me up like a candle. So we get to the fire range and I'm like, ah, you don't. They had an XD-45, and they had an XD-9. And I was like, shit. I was like, oh, well, I, I, I wanted the 45, but my wife has never fired a gun before. She's fired a rifle. She's fired a BB gun. She's never fired a handgun. So I was like, shit, we'll go nine. You know, so we go nine. I buy 100 rounds, get, grab the gun, get a couple sheets, and, you know, we're in there and figuring out how to set everything up and got the ear things on. And, you know, she can't load the gun, so that's fine. I was like, I'll load it for you. Give her 16 shots. Um, I'm like, all right, so you got clip and then you pull back. And she, I pulled it all back for her. I set the first one up, get her in her stance, and boom, she hits the face twice, she hits the neck, she hits the stomach, she hits an arm. I was like, wow. Like, her first 12 shots were in the body. They may not have been all kills, but they were in the body. And I was like, okay. And then the last, like, three or four shots, they were kind of arms, legs, and some air. I was like, wow. I couldn't hit shit. I don't know what the fuck I was doing wrong. I was standing like I always do. I was feeling comfortable, I was relaxed, and boy, oh boy, I don't know where my fucking shots were going, but I will tell you, they were even worse towards the end, um, but I hit, I hit a couple good shots on my first, 
you know, my first rounds. Uh, but my second, third, I mean, my third round was awful. Just awful. I didn't hit a fucking balloon. I was hitting nothing but air. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Am I holding it down? Am I holding it up? Am I letting it recoil too much? I'm like, what the fuck? But you got to remember, this is the first time I've shot a gun since that incident. So the last time I physically fired a gun, not held a gun, not touched them, but physically fired a gun was in 2007. Oh, my God. It's 2007. <laughs> so it's been 15 years since I fired a gun. So, yeah, you should be a little rusty. Um, plus, it's not my gun. I wasn't alchemated to it. Who knows if the thing's been dropped a few times. Who knows what has happened to that firearm um, by just being rented by a whole bunch of people. So I'm blaming it on that, but I should also blame it on myself and not for not touching a firearm for 15 years. Um, you might be a little rusty. That's all. So uh, super excited. She was not excited uh, <laughs> at all. I was hoping for a little bit of like, uh, she kind of, she wanted to pull the, the hammer back when, um, I loaded it the second time, um, you know, I was showing her how you can keep the clip, uh, the hammer back and then load it in and then press a little button and the, the slide will kick in and that's how you can load it as well. And she's like, yeah, I just do that for me. Don't, I'm not doing that. It's going to cut my finger. I'm like, it won't cut your finger, but that's fine. Um, so we, we shoot at three targets, returned one. It was like 140 bucks for 100 rounds of gun. I think it was about 35, 40 minutes. Um, you know, and it was just a lot of fun. I haven't done it in so long, and I just wanted to get back into it. Um, you know, I had a friend who came into the shop on Tuesday. He told he was like, can't you buy guns legally? And I'm like, well, technically, I'm supposed to be able to, um, but I haven't tried it out yet. And... I was supposed to get my red letters off my license when I renewed it. Those aren't gone. So I honestly can't tell you whether or not I can buy firearms. Because if I can't get my red letters off my license, I don't think I can buy a firearm either. I mean, the government sucks, period. All aspects of it. Everything about it sucks. And it's horrible, and it takes forever, and they never get it done. You know, anything that they're supposed to do, they never fucking do. And it's just, okay, I just roll with it, right? So then we go to the 99. That was fun. You know, they had the Irish music going, and I, and I ate some stuff I'm not supposed to, and I loved that. I actually, I did it all weekend. Had a nice burger. Sorry, my face is just super itchy right now. Um, but... So I go from there, we go from there, we go from the 99, we go back home, uh, we're hanging out, uh, we're, you know, smoking, eating edibles, it's just a grand old time, um, and then uh, we were trying to figure out where to go for dinner, and this is kind of funny, because we used to live in Merrimack, and we always said we wanted to go to Buckley's Steakhouse, and we lived seven minutes away from it, if that. Uh, my parents, when they uh, came and visited and stuff like that, they actually went to Buckley's multiple times. And I was like, really? We want to go? We went to the bakery once, 
or twice. That was really good. Um, and then I think uh, uh, my store manager at uh, Tractor Supply, when I worked there for a little bit, he used to go to that bakery and bring us baked goods from that bakery. I mean, just amazing, just amazing uh, pastries, which I can't eat anymore. But back then, I didn't know that, so I just ate them all. Um, but, yeah, so we decided to go to Buckley's. And we go. And I have to tell you, absolutely amazing. Just amazing. My steak, my ribeye was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. Um, my wife got green beans, but they accidentally gave her Brussels sprouts. So I got carrots, mashed potatoes, Brussels sprouts, and a nice ribeye. And I got it on a little bit of the fattier side because I enjoy the fattier side of a steak. Um, and it was just mouth-watering. I mean, it was just amazing. I ate it all. I didn't let anything come home. Um, you know, she got a chicken breast. Um, she was in love with it. She was just enjoying her meal. And she's like, can you believe that it took our 12-year anniversary to finally come here, and we've been waiting so long, and I go, do you want to know what's even funnier? It was longer than 12 years because we've been together for 15. We moved to Merrimack probably a year and a half in on our relationship, and then um, right around that time, we saw Buckley's, and we were like, we're going to go there. So <laughs> we got – so we – Probably moved to Merrimack 2009. We got married in 2010. And then it took 12 years to get to that steakhouse. So it was about 14-year wait um, before we actually did it. And uh, I have to say, it was incredible. The food was just amazing. The The guy, held, uh, Todd, I'll say his name because I don't know his last name, so no one cares. But he was great. He was just a, a great server. He was on just constantly coming back. I love anybody that constantly comes back. The lady at the 99, well, she was exactly what you expected. You know, they, they never come back. They never start a conversation. You know, they bring shit that's wrong. You know, it takes, dude, all right, let's put it this way. My wife ordered, ordered a drink. She had her drink at the table before I even got my water. I was like, what are they doing? Are they distilling it for me? I don't understand. Are they adding, uh, what is the thing that everybody's doing to water now? They're, um, oh, fuck, what is it? The hydro something or other? But anyway, so so it night and day comparison. You know, you go to the 99, you get meh. You go to Buckley's, you get amazing service. So we had a lot of fun. Um, I'll put the pictures up. You know, I got pictures and i'll put those up in the podcast as it's uh scrolling by probably way before i actually say this um but there'll be pictures up there a couple of them and it was a really great time and let's see what do we do on friday friday um i woke up a freaking uh man i will tell you it is so hard to recall what i have been doing I mean, it's just like I didn't have to pay attention to it. I went to 
you know, another restaurant. Um, I think Saturday was Red Robin. So Friday, um, where do we go to eat? God, we went out to eat this entire time. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be great for the podcast. And now I'm like, I don't fucking remember a thing I did. I know I raked up uh, my backyard um, from the winter with the dogs and uh, uh, 10, 10 Walmart shopping bags full of shit. Full of shit. It was crazy. Um, so that got done. I was super pumped about that. Um, you know, my wife went out with her mom. Yeah, because her, my wife went out with her mom, and I had to stay home because of... Why did I have to stay home? Oh, my God. I wish I could remember. I can't. God, it's horrible. But I, I do have to say it was a great uh, vacation. It was a great time. We got a lot of stuff done. Um, I did nothing but eat everything I wasn't supposed to. Um, everywhere I went, food was amazing. Um, I wish I could remember the other places that I went to, um, but I can't. I think f Friday we just went to... Um, we go to Red Robin or was that Saturday night? No, Saturday night was five guys. So I think Friday was Red Robin and I only eat once a day anyways on my days off. So if we did have lunch, mm, it was good. It was good. Um, we didn't end up going bowling. We didn't end up. Uh, at the driving range or playing around a golf. Unfortunately, the rain kind of ruined that, which made me upset, right? I went to the firing range on a beautiful day, and then the rest of the weekend was rainy. But, you know, so we didn't get to go out. And, oh, that's right. That's what I did on Saturday. Saturday, I went and saw my mom and dad, my sister, and her husband and the kids came over. My wife wasn't feeling up to it. So I went by myself. Um, and then, of course, when I got home, that's when I was like, all right, let's eat some Five Guys. Um, and then we watched uh, uh, um, that. There's a new show. We finished it. It's a cartoon. Um, Monster. Nope. Um new it's brand new it's about all the monsters the love monster love bug the sex monsters um and we watched that as something something office maybe i don't i'm not 100 percent sure but it was pretty good um you know a lot of silliness uh it seems like they're just kind of uh trying to figure out what to do in between um the seasons uh of the actual show which is, uh, God, it's, it's a Corel. Um, what is it called? I'm going to have to go to Netflix. Um, but, yeah, so we we watched that, and then we, oh, man, there was so much TV that I watched, and I don't normally watch a ton of TV, um, but there was, there was a good amount of TV that we watched. And I'm just going to do this real quick so I can get a better idea. 
Okay, so it was Human Resources that we watched, and I haven't watched. Oh man, this this Catherine Cohen comedy special, fucking horrible, absolutely horrible, um, waste of my time. Taylor Thompson came out with a new one that was pretty good. Um, finished. I got a uh, Disenchantment was good. Oh, uh, the Miss Pat comedy special was uh, really good. Really enjoyed that. Uh, same with Hurricane. Was it Hurricane or Earthquake? Earthquake was good too. Um, but Mrs. Pat, Miss Pat show on uh, Paramount Plus. We started watching that. That's funny as fuck. So good. Um, I loved it. And we uh, almost almost done with that. But then um, there's a new movie, Red Hot or something like that. That's on Disney. Um, and then there's a few other things. I think South Park just dropped a new season. I don't remember if that's HBO or Showtime or Paramount anymore. I don't know. Uh, but there's a whole bunch of new stuff coming out that I'm excited for. I did watch The Worst Roommate Ever. Uh, yeah, yeah, that lady was a psychopath. I mean, holy shit. If you haven't seen it, check it out. The only thing I can tell you, so many bodies. This lady was definitely the worst roommate ever. It was it was really good. So check it out, watch it. All this stuff is great. Um, but my favorite thing was last night. That's right, Sunday night, American Idol, baby. And I will tell you the the people. Um, you know, always the the. It's like I I feel like I'm always like oh the last one, and it's like yeah, of course the last one was the most. Uh, memorable one because one, it's the last one. Two, they always save that major memorable moment for the last. But there was uh, a girl that talked like a mouse, and her singing was insane. And she got picked, and she's going to Hollywood, and it's incredible. I was just like, wait a minute. When she talks, you're like, come on, is this real? But then she sings, and you're like, oh, okay, this is so interesting how you have this speaking voice, and now you have the singing voice. That's just, in, I mean, it's, it's awesome. And tonight, uh, Monday night, um, they are going to be picking the last of the people going to Hollywood. So I'm assuming... That next week we're in Hollywood, which I thought it would have been a uh, the a different way. I I thought it was going to be, um, you know, they were they would be in picking everybody, and we'd be in Hollywood the new month. Um, but it's not happening that way. So I'm excited for tonight. They're gonna pick the last of them, and then that's it. Uh, we'll be in Hollywood after this. And I just can't get enough of it. I, I don't know what it is. You know, I, I just get so into this show. And I think it's the, like, the element of surprise. The element of surprise is that, like, some of the people that get up there and you are just like, no way. And then they crush it. And that, I think, is what gets me the most is I'm just like, what? How? I was like, how? How is it possible that you're doing that? It's 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 just incredible, and I, I like that aspect of it, and I like watching people go through, and I, I like hearing a lot of people's stories 
You know, I, like I said about the the podcast and everything else, hearing other people's problems or 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 past trials and trying to figure out life and all of those things are so important. I hear these stories and I'm just like, oh, sometimes I relate to it 100%. Other times I'm only relating a little bit, but the story is amazing. And then it makes me think about what I've done and where I am. And it's just incredible to have that back and forth in a sense um, because it you get to see things that you think you're the only one seeing and you're not. So many other people on the planet are going through somewhat or exactly the same type of problems and issues that you're going through. The problem is, is we don't talk about it enough, so we all feel like we're alone. And the one thing I did learn on this vacation and having this time is I'm not alone, you know? I got friends, I got family, and I, as long as I keep on the right path of not drinking and not fucking up my life, I think things are going to work out okay, you know? You're going to get injured, I'm getting older, things are getting tougher, and we just got to learn to live with that. And then as soon as we feel better, we got to get back into what we were supposed to be doing. Um, so I got to get back into a bunch of stuff, you know? I got to get back into exercising and pushing myself a little bit harder. And then I got to get back on those jujitsu mats, um, you know, and we'll see how that all comes about. But it was a great anniversary, an, am a, an amazing time uh, to just have off. I feel much better, even though I'm tired. Which is so weird. I slept a lot more than I normally do because I was like, oh, I should get some sleep while I'm on vacation because I don't sleep enough. And now I feel more tired. So I don't know what that's all about, but we're getting up at 6 every morning again. You know, it was 6.45 today. It'll be 6 tomorrow. Got to go to work tomorrow, so we're back to the grind. Um, but, you know, I just wanted to come on and let everybody know what's going on. Uh, with the podcast and the guests and how things have been going for me because, you know, I, I can't complain. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I feel like I there should be, I'm like, oh, I can't go on the podcast and talk positively. Well, why not? Stupid. But does everything have to be negative with you? Do you have to be in a bad spot all the time? No. No, you don't. You have to come on here, be honest. Show some transparency and show this is what hard work gets you. This is what it gets. You get to a point where things are actually going the way they're supposed to. Because if you put in the work, that's what happens. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell that. It's right here at the bottom of the screen or you can click the link in the description below the video. What else can I say? I love this website. They've got everything. I love the winter jacket. I love the new skateboards. The leggings are awesome. The prints are amazing. Their t-shirts are high quality. And they're all at a great affordable price. And you're not going to find any of these prints, colors, or tattoo-inspired designs anywhere else except for right here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. So go to the website, check it out, and you'll find all the items that you're looking for today. 
All right. It's spring. Let's get some shorts. Let's get some uh, uh, bathing suits, right? The board shorts. How about some beach towels? Everybody's going to be getting ready for the beach. So why don't you do it here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com, right? It's right here at the bottom of the screen. If you don't know how to spell it, slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Or you can click the link in the description below the video. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Ring, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And you can always give us a call, 603-814-4171. And we've got it all. That's right. You looking to get off of cigarettes? Are you looking to get away from vaping? We've got all of those options. We'll get you off the cigarettes, then we can get you off the vaping. Or if you're already just tired of vaping, we can help you get away from that too. We got lozenges, we got um, nicotine pouches. Yeah, all of that stuff is available and it will help you get off of vaping. But if you're still vaping and you want to get down on your nicotine, try the Free Max Mavros or the Xros by Vipresso or Smock has got amazing devices, G-Priv, Morph, uh, Nord 4, you name it, we've got it, and they're all in stock today. Pods, coils, juice, menthol, flavored. We have just got everything. And, of course, we've got all your disposables that are rechargeable, non-rechargeable, have up to 5,000 puffs, have down to 300 puffs. You name it, we got it. It's in stock today, and you're only going to be able to get this stuff at New Hampshire Vape Gallery. So come and see the guys at the gallery today, located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot, and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. And as always, I look forward to seeing you there. NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Ah, I love this website. They've got it all. they got beard oil that has a wonderful scents and keeps your, your facial hair looking nice and silky and smooth. Uh, they got a foot and body soak that's great for melting away those stressful days. Uh, what if you got some dry skin that needs repairing? The salve is good for that. But then you can get the body balm to keep the moisture in or the lip balm to keep your lips from cracking. Absolutely amazing stuff. They still got some feeling rosy foot and bath soak available while supplies last. So why not get one or all six of these products today at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. And now back to talking with Topher. Hope everybody's enjoying the taste podcast and we're going to get into some current events. Yes, current events. Let's check this out real quick. All right, so I was talking about how I only use Shell, and uh, it's just because I have a rewards program, all that other good stuff. But right here, Shell will not be buying any more Russian oil and or gas. Well, what does that mean? Um... Let's see, Russia is finding it hard to sell gas. Shell said Tuesday it's breaking completely with Russia's giant energy industry halting all purchases of Russian crude oil immediately, shutting its service stations in the country. The UK-based company, which last week announced it's dumping, dumping its investments in Russia, said that its decision to abandon all trade Russian Fossil fuels was aligned with new government guidance. 
Um, Russia's vast energy exports have so far been carved out of unappreciated sanctions imposed by the West in response to President Vladimir Putin's decision to order his troops into uh, in, it, to invade Ukraine. Um, so what does this actually mean? Well, from what I read, this is stating that uh, most shell stations will go out of business. Uh, but before I go on too much, let's see what this is actually going to entail. Are you considering banning Russian oil imports? Uh, nothing is off the table. Among a long list of sanctions, there's one tool that the West does not seem eager to use. I will do everything in my power to limit the pain the American people are feeling at the gas pump. This is critical to me. You know, we haven't touched energy flows whatsoever, uh, not a bit. And so if you are still buying Russian gas or were buying Russian gas you know, six weeks ago, you're still being, buying Russian gas today. And, mm-hmm. and our prevailing fear of the last 20 years has been that he would turn off the taps for, for natural gas or for oil if ever confronted. And I think that's still a, a very uh, real risk and threat uh, you know, today. And if Russian President Putin decided to weaponize oil and gas, the Western coalition's commitment to sanctions will be put to the test. J.P. Morgan estimates the price of crude could spike to $150 a barrel if Russia's exports are cut by half. That would send prices at the gas pump skyrocketing and aggravate what is already the highest inflation in 40 years. Might he do it if those revenues are all locked up in, in foreign bank accounts because of U.S. sanctions? Perhaps. Right. And you can easily imagine a scenario in which he says, if I can't get the money anyway, if it's all going to be locked up in New York or locked up in London, what's the point? I might as well turn off the taps. And so there's a little bit of a of a, of a cat and mouse game that's now developed of, of trying to decide who's going to do what, when and what is the, the retaliation that's going to be available. What are we going to do? Right. And, and you know what the weird part of all this is, is that I've heard that only eight percent of what we intake is from Russia. So I'm still completely dumbfounded as to why we are all paying these high prices when we are still uh, getting most of our oil from other places than Russia. But, I mean, it would be crazy if I could never buy from a Shell station again. So I don't know if what I heard is true, but this is what I read Um, This is about two weeks old now, and uh, I thought it was crazy because I was like, I had just mentioned that I only use Shell, and then this popped up, and uh, now it's possible that, you know, Shell Station itself may no longer exist, which I don't think is 100% true, but we also don't know what the future uh, has for us. So I thought that was insane. Um, The next one I got is this don't say gay bill. It passes in Florida. Now, what I have uh, seen and read and everything else and what I'm going to play for you today, I hope coincides with everything that I'm saying. But what is going on is, is they want to stop any type of transgender, gay type of sex talk in schools for specific age groups. I'm not against this. I'm not for it either. I don't think any of that stuff is necessary in school. I'm sorry. If this offends you or hurts your feelings, I don't really care. 
Let's get real about this, okay? Kids should be allowed to be kids. Whether or not they're choosing to stay the sex that they are or they're planning on changing their sex, whatever whatever happens, happens, right? But why do the teachers have to teach that? I don't think it's necessary. Just like I don't think it's necessary that if you want to be called a certain something, that teachers should be required to call you that something. That's not fair. It's not fair to the teachers. It's not fair to the other students. My personal opinion is that you can make those decisions when you turn 18. You can make those decisions before you turn 18. But you can't have everybody playing your game because then everybody is playing everybody's game and nobody can keep the game straight. You know what I mean? So I think that this is absolutely not necessary, but it is somewhat necessary because of the simple fact that teachers don't need to be teaching this. So I brought it up. I want to see what they have to say about it. Um, And I'm just going to play this video to see if this makes a little bit more sense than what I'm actually saying. Like the board and record the vote. 22 yeas, 17 nays, Mr. President. So the bill passes. The parental rights and education bill, don't say gay bill, passed both Florida House and Senate. The bill aims to limit what can be taught about sexual orientation and gender identity in classroom. Bill says lessons on sexual orientation and gender identity may not be taught from kindergarten through third grade. Does nobody agree with this? The bill will also allow parents to sue schools or teachers that engage in these topics because some people don't feel the same way as everybody else. LGBTQ activists have slammed the bill saying it can harm queer youth by limiting equal representation in the classroom. I don't think that's true. Lawmakers against the bill say schools should be safe space to discuss sexual orientation and gender identity. Advocates of the bill say that those discussions should happen at home and should not be part of the school curriculum. I agree. The bill now heads to Governor Ron DeSante's desk. If signed into law, would go into effect July 1st. Now look, I am not I am not against LGBTQ, PTA, whatever the fuck everything, all the letters, all the acronyms, all the names, all the things, all the things. I'm not against them. I I'm I'm for all of that. But what I am against is I'm against our younger generation being introduced to something that is not necessary when you're that young. I never learned about sex ed until I was in fourth or fifth grade. That's a great time to learn about all of this. And if they're going to have the ability to have a sexual education class, 
then now this should be part of that class. And that's where you should learn this stuff. But you also have to understand that schools are built on old systems and they only see male, female. That's it. Why? Because that simplifies everything. You bring the males into one class, they get taught by somebody. You bring the females into another class and they get taught by somebody. Now, if somebody is a girl wanting to be a a guy or a guy wanting to be a girl, I guess the question comes up, should they be able to switch classes? No. No, no, no. Learn about yourself before you make any crazy decisions to do those things. I personally do believe that this is not an illness, a sickness, or a disease. This is how people feel. And I'm fine with that. But teachers don't get paid enough. Teachers don't get paid enough to deal with all the kids' bullshit in the first place. So why do they need to also now deal with your sexual orientation? Right? If we want the teachers to do these things, we've got to pay them more. It's not right to keep adding more and more to these teachers and educators' plates when we are not going to pay them anymore. So I understand where everybody's coming from. I think this bill is okay because it's kindergarten through third grade. And if you want to teach your kids about this stuff, then it's up to you. It's not up to the public school system to be teaching this to any of any of the kids at any age level. I think it's completely unnecessary. If this is something that you want to do, then it should be up to you and your parents. And it should be taken care of at the house first. And then when it's all figured out, then you bring it to the school. And then let the school do what they do. And if you don't like how the school is dealing with it, then you might have to move and change schools. But to keep putting this on the teachers is is absolutely insane. So I I will have to say in ending on this, I agree with the bill and I think all of this should be done at home uh, before uh, schools have to deal with it, you know? I've told everybody, and I feel the same way that I did before and I do now. I I just, I feel the same exact way. None of anybody's conversations I've ever had with anyone started with anything but just telling me your name. So I think that if we were to go back to that, that would be a great place to start because I don't need to know what your sexual preferences are. I just need to know your name, and then I'm going to base everything that I like or dislike off of the conversation and, of course, off of your character. All that other shit is personal, and it doesn't need to be told to anybody except for the people that you want to do those things with. So, 
I don't know. I, I've felt this way for a long time. I think this is a very, very touchy subject. And I know everybody is super sensitive, and I'm probably a hater. But come on. If you're not starting the conversation with your name, I don't want to have it anyways. And if you have to tell me your sexual preferences, well, then we don't need to talk at all. Because I just think that's crazy. And it doesn't open up conversation. All it does is build walls. And then the person that doesn't feel that way can also feel left out. All right. So here's one that I am very particular about. And I actually do uh, 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 care about. I've, I've preached about it myself. And daylight savings time. All right. So what I have learned is that we've done this in the past. 1974, we tried to get rid of daylight savings time. It was staying too dark and kids were getting hit by vehicles. Parents were actually having to walk and stay with them. Or they would have to put them in reflective gear so that they could um, go to school in the morning. Because it was too dark, too long. And then I guess the sun was staying up well into the late night. So this ended up failing because everybody agreed that their kids needed to go to school in safe conditions. And turning back the clocks and giving that daylight back is actually a good thing. And... Uh, people were having more winter depression <clears throat> because the sun wasn't coming up early enough. And when the sun doesn't come up early enough, it doesn't turn on our clocks. I don't remember what it is exactly called. It's like an internal clock that turns on when the sun comes up. And it goes to sleep when the sun goes down. Well, when the sun, when you're up and then three hours later, the sun's up, the clock doesn't turn on properly. And then when the sun's up too late and it's time for bed, it doesn't shut off properly. So me, being me, I've always wanted daylight savings time to stay right where it is right now. And then after listening to Crystal and Sauger on Breaking Points, Sauger completely destroys my green grass on the other side by giving simple facts that this is dangerous, um, it's not really doable, and we've already tried this almost, well, if it was 74, that would be 48 years ago. So almost 50 years has passed, and we are now going to try this again. I was on the side of letting this go through, thinking it was a great thing. Why not stay here? Why not have to change the clocks all the time? But it seems like this is actually a bad idea. And I had no idea. Ha! Huh. So I am actually on the other side of daylight savings time now. I think we should be turning our clocks ahead and turning them back um, and just dealing with it the way it's always been um, because 1974 showed us that it can't be any other way um, for depression, for the safety of your children, 
And I guess for all of our sanities, this clock turning back and forth thing twice a year should probably stay exactly where it is. And that's my thoughts on that one. Uh, the Ernest Shackleton's endurance ship found in Antarctica after 107 years. So this ship sunk and now has been found. And because the water is so cold and salty and everything else, it actually preserved the ship. The ship of the British Irish explorer Sir Ernest Shackleton was found more than 100 years after it sank. It's cool though, isn't it? Look at that thing. That's a plant. HMS Endurance got stuck in the thick ice in the Weldon Sea during... The ship was discovered 3,800 meters, 1.9 miles deep along the northern coast. It was located by a team of scientists, historians, filmmakers who called their ship a mission of endurance 22. It's so crazy how it breaks through that ice, huh? They use hybrid underwater search vehicles to find the ship. Endurance will not be moved or taken apart as per guidelines of the treaty. It will remain in its location where it will be studied, mapped, and photographed. Oh, really? Oh, well, I did not know that. I thought they were going to pull this thing out of the water. So that's pretty crazy. I think everything's crazy or amazing or awesome. So I hope you all got that by now. Um, but, yeah, so, wow. I didn't know it was going to stay there. That's pretty neat. Um, they're just going to study it and look at it. So that's I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. I thought it was really neat that they found it. I've never heard of it. Um, but to find something uh, over 100 years later and have it still be in, uh, well, really good condition considering, right? It's I mean, it's been underwater for 100 years. So I didn't know they were going to leave it there. That one, that, that kind of threw me off. That threw me off a little bit. I'll tell you that. They're going to leave it there? That's so cool. So, <clears throat> I guess normally, don't they usually, like, take them out in pieces or get rid of them? And because of all the life and how it's uh, been uh, well, preserved, I guess, um, they're just going to leave it because things are growing on it and it's become part of the ocean now. And, you know, it, it, it's a home to sea creatures, so we're, I guess we're not going to ruin it. But I, uh, there, there's some treaty that won't allow them to pull it out either. The Atlantic Treaty is what I was reading, but unfortunately I can't read fast enough. But I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was really neat to see that. Now, the next part of the ocean is really cool. They found a new rainbow-colored fairy fish species discovered in the ocean twilight zone so this is extremely deep into uh the ocean it's very dark no light that's where you find that crazy creature that's got the little light hanging out of the front and it attracts little fish and then it kills those little fish uh by um by 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 attracting uh, them with the light um so this fish here Let's go back. This is only 30 seconds long. 
Um, but I thought it was really neat because I like seeing all these things being found in the ocean. Cause I've always said we explore space so much, but we never focus on our ocean. And if we were to focus on our oceans, we are going to find creatures that we never knew existed and are alien themselves. A new rainbow-colored fish has been discovered in the depths of the Maltese Reefs. Look at how pretty it is. According to the California academic scientist, the Rose Valley Ferry can live as deep as 500 feet in the twilight zone of Western Indian Ocean's Corral. Coral system, sorry. Its name is Nod to the Maldives National Flower, a pink rose. So pretty, huh? I mean, that's it. New fish. But I just think that's so cool, you know? I'm telling you, the more we investigate our oceans, the deeper we go. We have aliens on the planet already. We have them, you know? We're searching for them in space. We're, we're searching for, you know, fictitious things in the woods. We're looking for fictitious things in the seas when... If we just keep looking in our own oceans on our own planet, we're going to find that the aliens are right here at home. That's the podcast this week, everybody. Um, I want to say thank you to everybody who subscribes, watches, listens, all of that stuff. It means the world to me. Um, don't forget to give a thumbs up for the video, share, rate, review, and leave comments. Um, if you're new to the podcast, subscribe. Click, smash, lick. Click that like button, okay? That's the one thing I'm asking everybody to do. It's the most important thing that you can do for me. Keeps me coming back here week after week. Of course, if you're enjoying the videos, give a thumbs up, share, rate, review, and of course, always leave comments. That stuff all helps the podcast grow, and I need your help to do that. Um, if you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Uh, again, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. And of course, if you want to get more involved with the podcast and you want to get your story out there, send it over to talkinwithtofer at gmail.com. If you want to get some free slowdown merch, you get an ad slowdown in the subject line, put your story and send that email over to talkinwithtofer at gmail.com. And as always, everybody, I hope you have an amazing rest of your Thursday. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. And as always, I will talk to you later. I'll talk to you later.